Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Me and Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 23 of Career Expresso. How many meetings will you attend today, this week, this year? How much of your time do you spend gathered around a table, either in person or virtually, with colleagues looking at plans and presentations? In the US alone, organisations play host to 55 million meetings per day. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the five things that could go wrong with meetings and how to fix them if you are the one responsible for running more effective meetings at work. Whether you're leading people, groups or projects, this is a vital part of your career toolkit. Given the time and energy we devote to them, meetings really should matter. In theory, it's how organisations bring people together to make decisions, set directions and find out what's going on. But, as ever, research tells quite a different story. Apparently, 30% to 50% of the hours we spend in meetings aren't even productive. 73% of people admit to doing other work during meetings. Hello inbox and goodbye focus. 90% report daydreaming. Yes, we've all been there and we've got the doodles on our notepad to prove it. And 64 to 65% of managers say meetings keep them from actually getting on with their work and from deep thinking. Should we just accept that a lot of meetings will be boring and wasteful? Maybe cancel altogether or turn the meeting into an email chain or a Teams chat? Sometimes we need to actually make an effort to understand where our meetings are falling short and actively work to fix them. Because after all, we can't just refuse to ever meet with anybody. It should be about making this time more productive and, let's be honest, less rubbish. Are there ways to avoid bad meetings, plan good ones and get more out of the whole process? Here are five of the main problems I frequently see in meetings with tips on how to fix them. One, not enough time for what's on the agenda. This usually pans out in a couple of different ways. Either you don't get to the item because everyone runs out of time or there isn't enough time allocated for a particular item. When this happens, you're forced to cut discussion short, make a hasty decision or pass it up till the next meeting when the agenda probably gets even longer. Meeting fix. Preparation and flexibility in working through the agenda are absolutely key here. Make time to work with members of the group when you prepare the agenda. Encourage them to be clear about the purpose of their item and the desired outcome. So is it for note or to decide whether you give the go ahead to a big project, for example? Forming a lengthy agenda is best done well in advance. Allow enough time for prioritising items and scheduling the discussion. Considerations include, does the item require a decision or is it just a report for information maybe? If the agenda item is a report, this can often be delivered in advance, attached to the agenda with maybe a couple of minutes allocated for questions. If it's a decision, the number of people who will be affected and how likely it is for it to be complex or maybe contentious are key considerations when you're giving it time. For a big or tricky decision, allow plenty of time for everyone's views to be heard and for next steps to be taken. 
pro tip. Based on my experience of thousands of meetings, there is no such thing as a five-minute discussion. Worth bearing in mind. Second point, circling. Lengthy discussion that gets you nowhere fast. Lots of people are lining up to have their say, but no one is moving the discussion towards a decision or a proposal. You're trying to wade through glue. Stuck, immobile and frustrated. Meeting fix. Strong facilitation skills are needed to get things back on track. Noticing and naming what's going on is a great place to start. Summarising and clarifying where the discussion is up to so far should help. Think aloud to see whether there are ways around the sticking points. What might be the next best option? Perhaps suggesting a way to get things moving if one comes to mind. A possible workaround is to defer that part of the proposal that's contentious and maybe get a working group to come up with suggestions for agreement in the meantime. As long as you can ensure that this is done in a timely way, it will make sure the whole meeting isn't derailed because of one single agenda item. Pro tip, remember to negotiate any extra time that you need. Three, a few people dominate the room whether it's a manager who wants to provide solutions on behalf of the group or someone who's passionate about an idea and isn't quite prepared to let it go. The loud voices need your attention just as much as the rest of the group. Unaddressed, over-talking leads people tuning out and decisions left hanging. Meeting fix. Validation is almost always the starting point, so the dominant voices are acknowledged and they feel heard. Then it might be a matter of gently noticing and naming that not everyone has had chance to have a say and suggesting that maybe we open up the room to give everybody a chance to speak so they feel heard and seen too. Pro tip. If you find that the same voices repeatedly dominate your meetings, you probably need a lengthier discussion about diversity, rank and power outside of your meeting. Four, racing through the agenda with no possible hope of making up time. This is a timing thing again. Striking a balance between task and maintenance plays a big part in making your meeting great. The task aspect, which is getting through the agenda, is the core part of why you are there. After all, what's the point in the meeting if it's not to achieve the goals that you've set? Whilst getting through the agenda is important, you also need to allow time for people to settle, to get to know each other if they don't already, and form the camaraderie that helps us get the job done. This is the maintenance part of the meeting. Meeting fix. Build some small activities into the start and end of your meetings that allow everyone to settle down and feel comfortable. This can be as simple as a quick check-in from everybody at the start. At the end, a check-out. Asking people how they found the meeting can be a good way to finish up. Pro tip, if it's a long meeting, please be sure to schedule a drink break or comfort break. These are also great times to mingle and chat and ensure that everyone is able to keep their focus on the agenda. Five, allowing ghosts to haunt the meeting space. Ghosts on this occasion are sadly not the spooky Halloween sort, but unacknowledged dynamics that suck up your attention and make it difficult to concentrate on the discussion in hand. I call them ghosts because there is some fear of what might happen if you do acknowledge them. Do we have time for this? Do we have the skills to deal with it? An example is when someone makes maybe a harsh and often loud judgment about a point that someone else has raised. When put downs like this occur, there is a shift in the energy within the room, whether it's online or in person, and it's often accompanied by a feeling of discomfort. If this is how the group operates, maybe I'll just lie low and keep quiet. Allowing a ghost to haunt the space is a surefire way to block participation and engagement. Meeting fix. You need to slow things down and name what's just happened with compassion and without shaming anyone. 
You might say, can we pause for a moment? There seems to be some heat in the room and some of us are looking uncomfortable. Quite often the group will let you know how they're feeling. If they don't, you might need to probe around a little more to get the conversation going, but only do this with the group's permission. Pro tip, be gentle. If you catch these moments gracefully and stand by the group, you will have been of great service. You've shown them that it's okay to make mistakes and how as a group you can recover from them. This is much better than a sudden outburst that passes without comment and puts everybody on the defensive for the rest of the meeting and beyond. Whilst no one is ever going to be that person that really loves meetings, probably is somebody somewhere, it's worth spending the time to ensure they stink a little less and that we always consider why the meeting is happening in the first place. It's worth spending a few minutes asking these questions before rushing to send out yet another set of meeting invites. Why do we need the meeting? What does success look like for the meeting? Which type of meeting will create the right outcomes? Who needs to attend the meeting? How should you best run the meeting? When and where should the meeting take place? And for how long? As ever, I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. Ending a meeting well is just as crucial as how you run through the agenda and keep to time. So often, everybody's mentally already on to the next thing before the final words are even spoken without considering how decisions will impact those people who weren't sitting around the table, who weren't in the room. So this week, I'd invite you to ask at the end of every meeting, what have we decided that affects people who are not in the room with us right now? If we don't stop to consider the ripple effects of our decisions that are made in meetings, it can lead to a culture of mistrust. Great leaders communicate well. So by asking this question, we understand who needs to know what was decided, timelines involved, and how it will impact on their work or team resources, and what we're going to do about letting them know this information. I'd love to know how you get on with this in your meetings. And if you want to work on your career and progression, take a look at my new membership community, the Rise and Thrive Career Network. It's for women who want a fulfilling and well-paid job they enjoy that doesn't take over every moment of their waking lives. I'll pop a link with more details in the show notes. That's everything for today's episode. And thanks for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now, career. And maybe you're not sure how to get started. Why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.